Today's show is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. Join their Record of the Month Club at www.joinvmp.com slash Tuscan. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Jack Newman. I'm Jenny Daggett. I'm Peter Dancy. And I'm Ben Howard. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week we are reviewing Avengers Infinity War Part 1. I don't really think it has a part one. It's more just Infinity War. No, they dropped, they dropped War, part correct? one, which is too bad because the idea that there's an Infinity War that is in parts is funny. Uh, that's <laughs> part one of Infinity. <laughs> Correct. All right. I have to do this real quick because everyone will freak out if we don't, but I know that we have a spoiler warning at the beginning, but we have it on the beginning of every podcast, but let me say it here. This is a spoiler-friendly podcast, and that we will be spoiling every aspect of Avengers down to every Easter egg and everything moving forward. So if you have not seen Avengers Infinity War or any of the previous Avengers movie, we will be spoiling all of that content right here, right now. Final warning, I swear to God. Another five seconds, three, two, one, everyone dies. That's what yeah, happens. I was going to say, like, oh, my God. Hey, not everyone. Okay, whether, 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 it, whether, it is, whether it is literal or, like, because their hearts are breaking, everyone dies. <laughs> my heart broke a little bit. That that happened. That happened. Um, yeah. Though I have to admit, I feel like we're pretty secure in the knowledge that they didn't kill off Black Panther. Or Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I don't and, think. Uh... Spider-Man. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Since their new introduced, like, their three biggest movies they've introduced recently is, like, Spider-Man, Black Panther, and uh, Doctor Strange, and they killed off all those characters. So <laughs> I think yeah. you're coming back, most likely. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and read a quick summary, and then we're going to go ahead and just dive in. Uh, the summary is terrible for this, by the way. Uh, yeah, there's Iron no Man out there because it's a weird movie. Right. Like, but I love who gets topped billing in the summary. Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, and the rest of the Avengers. <laughs> they're, the top, they're the to top build their... on the film. It's pretty crazy, but that's how the billing what? went out. Mark Ruffalo is Mark top billing? Mark Ruffalo is third. It's pretty impressive. I don't Damn. understand that. Over uh, Okay, just moving on. Avengers unite to battle their most powerful enemy yet, the evil Thanos. On a mission to collect all six Infinity Stones, Thanos plans to use the artifacts to inflict his twisted will on reality. The fate of the planet and existence itself has never been more uncertain as everything the Avengers have fought for has led up to this moment. Yep, literally, reality is in play. All right. Uh, I, but instead of doing general thoughts, I, we're all going to get our general thoughts out there, I think, at some point, And I'm sure that at some point we'll force them out. But, like, for me personally, this was a big shift in the tone for a couple of Marvel movies. Because we've had uh, Avenger movies in general are generally, like, a quippy fun fest. Definitely kids-friendly and generally a lot of fun. This was definitely a downer and definitely, like the like, the, you know kind of putting up to the first part like kind of the origin story of Thanos and inherent to that Thanos story or this interpretation of the Thanos story it's kind of like you know he has to win to some extent and definitely goes to dark places especially with like you know killing Gamora and killing what you love 
and everything. It and also really just torturing Nebula and some other things. This was this yeah. had some dark moments and did a really good job in my mind of walking that line between darkness but also being still quippy Avengers fun. Especially it's it's just really weird to me this movie was fun but at the same time there was so much death in it and i still was here for it and, and i wondered i wondered and i because i figured a lot of people are not going to have that same reaction that i did again i'm an avengers fan i'm a fan of this um because so i'm interested to see uh who did anyone not and think that the like it think that this movie has a tone problem uh, Wait, you mean like like a, a problem? A problem because there was a di- such a difference in tone from from right. from like from like scene to scene sometimes. Right, like there's a difference. Like you know, one minute we're quipping with Captain America and Thor and Rocket Raccoon, and the next minute, like uh, you know, Thanos is throwing Gamora off a cliff and crying. No, I don't think so. I felt that. So it- you go for Janet. Thank you. I I I'm quick, but I I just thought that it um it did a really good job of balancing things. Because it like that's humanity, right? You get the joking, funny moments, but then there are also really dark parts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I obviously thought it. I, 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 it's black magic. The fact that this film worked for me a little bit, and I'm actually looking for. If, if no one disagrees with me, that's fine. But I assumed Ben would come in and disagree with me. I mean, <laughs> I yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of this series. It's, I've made that clear, and it's not even like I hate them or what. I don't want them to succeed or whatever. It's just, uh, I think they represent a lot of things that frustrate me about the film industry. And I think everyone's going to take the worst problems with the MCU and not the best ones, which is like the good ideas and none of the bad and all the bad ones, um, which is unfortunate, but, uh, but it's, it's a case of, uh, I guess to get into this, I'll give it just a quick general thought of like, it's this weird thing where like, this is probably the one in 14 million Doctor Strange timelines where this movie is not a horrible, huge mess. It's like a shock to me how functional it is and not even functional, but enjoyable. And even if a lot of it is rushed and it may have tone problems because it's a 240 minute, not 240 minutes, but it feels like it sometimes, but a, <laughs> a two hour, 40 minute, uh, uh, massive uh 10 franchise culminating property. It actually is... Uh, has good beats and good storytelling moments and actually does lead to something. And that's part of the tone issue that I like is that the film is very good about taking scene by scene, beat by beat. You know what I mean? If we're with the guardians and having fun, we're having right. fun. But if, if everyone's dying, uh, the, 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 the magic of this movie and the smart thing is that the end is taken so well, they take their time. They slow down for everyone disintegrating. It's not a thing where you're like, what? everyone go like it right. gives it right they said it gives they pause take the time and there's to sell like a, that like yeah they, they work really hard on the special effects it's a very very creepy visual effect and it's it's haunting and like to see a movie like this it's one thing that's driving me crazy about a, a lot of modern movies they don't take time to kind of have a, a tonal moment you know tone has been kind of thrown out the window for plot and, and action you know and this is a film that ends on a tonal moment now it's a big plot moment but it's like a uh one you could have summed up in 30 seconds, but they take like almost five or 10 minutes to just like let you live and breathe and experience that. And and that's what I do appreciate about the film is that uh, one thing I said to Peter Affair is this film feels better balanced in terms of like balancing the tone of the individual Avengers movies. Like when we're in a Thor scene, it feels very Thor. He's opening a star. He's a god. And if you're on Guardians, they're joking and they're having fun. And uh, it the Avengers problem with the first and second one to me is that they kind of blanded up everyone to make like this cohesive movie 
Whereas this one, it definitely felt like it was more about these individual franchises and these people we've grown to love and 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 a culmination of all that. And a, I wouldn't even say deconstruction necessarily. I don't think it's that. Um, definitely not subversive, <clears throat> but at least. <clears throat> At least willing to embrace something, Nick, you said, more stakes, which is something that the MCU has been been lacking. And that's something that right, I, I can right. least appreciate. The only problem is you're just like, is it all going to be reversed in Avengers 4? But at least for now, I appreciated that they made right. a uh, $250 million opening movie that's going to leave a lot of people bummed out, which is pretty good. <laughs> that's that's right. surprising. And I, and, I, and I think... And I think to your extent, like, I know that they're going to reverse it to some extent. The question is, what's the long-term damage on the main core cast? Because, like, for me, I understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, like, I'm not worried about the fact that I know they're going to reverse some of this. But the, I, I have no it's doubt how. that also yeah, yeah. some people in this... Yeah, some right. people are going to stay dead from this movie. I bet you Loki will stay dead. Um, yeah, but the they're, and they're going to kill there, off. There, there, are, there are four people who are definitely perma-dead in, in, in the MCU now. They're just gone. Right. And, and I think the fact that we can have that conversation makes me so proud of the MCU in general. Is, is, and I think, I think it's the same vein of what Ben's saying. It's like they made a bummer of a movie, and it's amazing. <laughs> like That's yes. amazing that somebody got up and said, we're going to make a bummer Avengers movie. And there's no going yeah. to no be like kid at the end of this movie who like uses the force. And it's like a hopeful note. Well, the, you know? the secret. Yeah, be, because, because. You go ahead, Peter. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Peter. I, 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 I was I was gonna I was gonna say like looking looking back looking back on all on all of the on all of the MCU films kind of kind of one of the the connecting thread one of the one of the connecting threads I've seen it's I've seen throughout all of them is is if is if you are going to be a hero what is the price that you are willing to pay and so and so before Infinity War you know the stakes weren't as high as they were here so it's kind of like well you know yeah like you're like you're you're protecting people because you feel like you should but in this film with it being such a bummer movie they they decided to really tackle that question of what are you actually willing to give up what are you actually willing to do are you willing to put yourself in such in such a position that you will probably most certainly die you're going to you're going to you're going to fight tooth and nail to like stop that from happening but still and I think that I think that again, what Ben said, the raising of the stakes in general is a huge deal in this movie, and the fact that they did it. Uh, I want to circle back, uh, Ben. You said that you would not care about. I, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I That's built fine. these plot these. Uh, well, I may have. I, I I have to admit, I may have built. Hey, I, in fairness, I, I know what you're I gotta, about to I gotta, set I gotta up. Shout out here. I, I know what you're about to set up, and you're gonna like how I'm gonna knock it back. So go for it. Man. No, no, I know. I, well, I figured <laughs> it's been. I agreed with you because this, like, you, the thing that you said was my fear of this movie. I was not gonna care about the big purple man Thanos. Nope, didn't care and... going into this movie. One hundred percent did not care about Thanos. And he is probably the best thing in the movie. He's really good, right? Because <laughs> right. he is his movie uh, more than anything else is his origin story. And it's, it's weird no, secret, how that works. He's and a secret I protagonist, really, and I hope that's, we get more of him. In- that's the crazy thing. He has an arc. He 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 starts off. He has goals. He has troubles. He has the darkest moment when he kills Gamora. He achieves his goals, and he wipes out half the universe. Like he is the protagonist of the movie. He has a classic hero's journey but he is a super villain journey which is right, what makes him right. so fascinating it's it's ironic that i think that i'm probably because of that because of that dark turn probably i have a sneaking suspicion i will enjoy this infinity war over whatever the next titled infinity war 2 part 2 is that's the problem is it's hard to see them repeating that 
ability. Right. Because it's got to be like, more about but the But I Avengers mean, I'm, I'm going to cheer. I'm going to cheer when it's just the Avengers coming together. But And it's going to be amazing. But like the next movie is going to be very straightforward. And that's the question is who's going to die? And that's like, I, I will be there for like, like I, I wasn't very into the who's going to die in this movie because it, it couldn't have cared. Because like personally, as a comic book fan, there was no way they were not going to do the Thanos snaps his fingers moment. But yeah, I thought it's, it's, it would it's, be. It's, it's, way, uh, it's way too iconic. Yeah, but I thought it would be a. Uh, 10 minute thing. You know what I mean? Like it would be a thing and then Dr. Strange would do some voodoo and we'd go back and we'd fix it at the end of the movie. You right. know what I mean? So you have your cake and eat it no, too. No, like I we agree. did no, a no, snap, no, no, no. but you know, it didn't matter. You know, that's And the idea here too, go ahead, Peter. No, I, I was, I was just going to say, I was going to say in response to that, be, be, simply, simply because we knew like up until two years ago, Oh, it's infinity war part one, part two. It, it, it was it was already kind of a thing in my mind where it's like, where it's like no right. they're gonna let him win right. in Avengers four because reasons or Avengers three rather because no, of but reasons. I, I agree with Ben here, Peter, in that like I people are cowards and I totally <laughs> yeah like that's the, true. the best that's thing fair. I, the no, best thing I could say about this movie is that they went into it like they they were not cowards when they made this like the Russo brothers they were not they did not chicken away from the thing that they should do <laughs> did you notice <laughs> from a movie writing perspective did you notice what it said at the end of the credits it said Thanos, Thanos will return, will return. <laughs> not I know, the Avengers I Thanos will return that was like fuck you there was legit there was legit one person in my in my theater when I went who I like he was sitting like maybe like two three rows behind me he doesn't he didn't scream it but like I, he said it loud enough that I could hear he was just like no shit Sherlock go fuck yourself <laughs> like, I, I love it I love it and too even, also and, like when they just and they the ones, teased with a thing sorry. where like they had the uh, the title just like fades away and oh, like everyone so in my theater up. was waiting for like the, the, the after credits that is when it was away. subversive like when it had that and then you know yeah. Nick Fury shows up you're like Nick Fury oh no Nick Fury's gone too oh fuck no. oh and I love the reference to the fact that it's a pager in the Carol Danvers movie is going to be it's gonna ha- in the 90s. And the it's 90s. gonna be a 90s movie and it's gonna be amazing <laughs> hopefully there's gonna be a lot of grunge in that movie and, uh, friends references and <laughs> hopefully. yeah yeah Dude, that's yes. what I, I'm really hoping for um yeah okay so uh but again what Coming back around, we talked about like the fact that this plot structure works. Um, mm-hmm. For me, a little bit, I think that uh, the plot structure works in spite of itself because I like this has some also almost like episode one Phantom Menace level of multiple plots happening at multiple oh, yeah. times. The, the end is just like multiple a lot of- battles happening. Yeah. Well, I actually I thought that the beginning was a little hard to get through, especially with the the subtitle to tell you where they were at. I thought it was a little much and it was very like, okay, we are in space. Okay, we are here. And then as it got like as it picked up its pace, I enjoyed I didn't mind the the groupings and the different um subplots happening then because it, it was like I was on the edge of my seat, like, okay, what's gonna happen next? And it was moving. Whereas at the beginning it was so um like staccato. Right. Table setting. Right, it table set it everyone. I I agree with probably with that. I also probably thought that like 
you know, I could have stuck around in some of those fight scenes. I had, a, I, I actually did have an issue with several of the the effects in some of the fight scenes in this movie. I, I still stand by the statement that I think that uh, I think Civil War is a better movie and a better comic book movie in terms of like at least fight core, definitely like fight coordination and use of special effects a little bit because I think that there's moments where like Iron Man is a little bit too much special effects. Like you, you can definitely tell that like wherein they did a lot in Civil War, they had Robert Downey, Downey Jr. in his suit and just special effect to the suit. I feel like a lot of times he's like Iron Man, specifically in this movie is like definitely a hundred percent yeah he's I mean, a rubber man I which mean, is the, cool for the moment which is I, i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off peter but like no, it's cool fine. for the moment of like when they finally fight thanos and his suit just does all this shit to fight thanos i mean it's, it's worth it for that it's worth it for that so fight. overpowered but when, he, but when he's just standing he's there Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, I kind of kind of commented that there there was there was a shot there was a shot where um where it was it was Bruce, it was Bruce Banner like just standing standing in the in the Hulk in the Hulk Smasher and like you in seeing the back and I was just like that is clearly not there. That is so clearly not there. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I have a I have a general CG problem with a couple of scenes in this movie, which is interesting to me because I've never had that problem in like many Avengers movies, which is interesting to me. Well, I want to uh, I want to st- I want to stand up for one element of of the action which I really appreciated, which is something uh, I've been comparing this movie a lot recently to uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two, because it's a very oh that's right we talked about this yesterday uh, thing yeah which is. Harry Potter Deadly Hallows Part 2 was like, all right, you're here, you're a fan. If you've gotten this far, you know the characters. That we did, there's no plot. It's just action. It's just it's just end of, it's denouement. The whole movie is denouement. It's one two-hour-long climax. You know, it is like, it, it, it doesn't right. care about setting up right. the story. It's the best kind of climax. It, it is, because it's a... <laughs> it's a is it it's a, <laughs> it's a culmination of the entire uh, seven-film arc. And this is a similar thing where it's like, if you're here, you're family. Um, and I, I, uh, my gosh, I, I, I think with the, the so this film you has a similar element of that. I know. Uh, Don't you work for the government? Sorry, what is sorry. <laughs> you're gonna lose your job. <laughs> um, it's all all she's. This is close enough for government work. All I do is make work for the government and make sex jokes. So. And, <laughs> that's that all joke. that my resume says. Like period. <laughs> Please, please continue, Ben. I am very oh, sorry. It's totally fine. Um, so the one thing I'll say real quick about this movie does something that I always drove me fucking nuts about Harry Potter, and they do it here, which I really appreciated, which is like, Harry Potter, you're a wizard. Why are all your battles resulting in just shooting colored energy at people? It was such a boring choice. And here, they are wizard battles. Let's be frank. They are straight up wizard battles and they are very creative. You know, someone will throw a right. building at Thanos right. and he'll turn it into a series right. of bats and Doctor Strange will turn into a hundred Doctor Stranges. And it was always trying to come up with Dude. a creative choice. And they did a very good job of over explaining the stones that, you know, when he does purple, there's going to be a thing. If he does red, there's like a reality change. And like he did a good job of like. Of, of always having right. a very clever choice. Maybe he punches a little too much, but he generally he had a very clever attack or, or like right. someone would come at him in an interesting way. And the powers were always used very good. And, and that's something the Russos showed off very well in Civil War and do well here. It's like, it doesn't all just result into kind of boring, forgettable, punchy, right. laser shooting. It's very like, it's like here's much more this person. Inventive. Oh, go ahead. 
It's very much this person has a certain kind of power set and it all cups into each other, which is why we're here in superhero movies to begin with. We want to see interesting power sets collide with each other. It's and very, that's uh, what I think this movie has down pat. It's very video gamey. It's like, ah, the reality stone. Right. <laughs> Ding. Right. Get ready. There's going to be fake stuff. And like, it's, it's going right. to be. Power stone. But, but I, I also think in like fight sequences, like that kind of feeds into like when you understand the abilities of the, the combatants, it lends itself like it lends a certain tension and interest into the fight that I think is really like really trans- transcendent, especially in like X-Men movies and like early X-Men movies when they were doing fight scenes a lot better, like e- even though they had like, you know, the terrible costumes like they did fight sequences a lot better where they, you they they went out of their way to definitely explain the powers and i think it creates a tension even here i think it's the best things i also loved how every moment that they did stuff like everything was a reference like when he turns mantis and into ribbons and drax into blocks oh my god oh reference. my god yes yes it's a reference to him in the comics turning yes. nebula into ribbons and star and, and, fox and, and, and his brother and his brother blocks sorry like, peter <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. Like, like, like I, yeah. I got, I got excited because I mess because I messaged you that day and like, and I, I and I referenced that exact moment because 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 I because I actually remember telling Ben like three four weeks ago because 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 I was because I was like because I was like you know what let me do this let me let, let me reread the Infinity Gauntlet uh, six series a uh, six six issue miniseries before the movie comes out and I got to that page and I got to that page and I and I honestly thought that because this was a PG thirteen movie I was like they're not gonna do shit like this they're not gonna turn anyone into right. like just straight right. up ribbons and blocks and then we got right. it and I was just like they gave us the fucked up image it's, they it's, gave it's, us the fucked up imagery exactly it's exactly it's important to like that like you know Thanos will fucking turn you into whatever crafting supply you want like you know that's that's like the terrifying thing about this man he's gonna turn you into fucking ribbons and shit and he's gonna decorate his fucking child's bedroom with you like that's that's like what's terrifying about him and and, and they fucking go there and i think that's really and then also the the other thing that i love is that they made dr strange better than he was in his own midi like they used the crimson bands of sidorak and i was just like holy crap that's the crimson bands of sidorak and like that's like a deep fucking Doctor Strange cut for me, and I was like, <laughs> like I know no one, I know I I know I know no one else cares. Shut up, Ben. I see your eyes. Like, no, it's great. No, like, I, no, I care. I just have I care. Ben's I just like, haven't read that much you. of Doctor Strange. No, like that, that, that 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 just makes me realize I need to read more Doctor Strange comics. Right. Well, it's not even like it's not even like a good thing. But the fact that like he wasn't just like, oh, here's his two magic shields, like in Doctor Strange, like he well, had like I, they, I feel like the re- that's how the film the, the advantage of like the film with being so many characters that they become more balanced, you know, two hours of Dr. Strange, I got right. very tired of him. But when he just shows up in these movies, I'm like, Dr. Strange. And the same with guardians. I thought the guardians were working much better here than they were in guardians two for me. Like guardians two, I was starting to mm. get very annoyed by them and considering like, these are just assholes. Like they're not even fun assholes. They're just vindictive, shitty people oh, at the end of that movie. Sometimes really? I got very annoyed by them very in the first hour of that movie. But this one I was like, Hey, my buddies, they're back. And, I think I when they have like more they got space split out. up so early though. Yeah, that is frustrating. Uh, so here's a question. Wait, what was that? Did Wait, anyone, did anyone what was get that? really frustrated by Star Lord in this one? Because I got really frustrated by him. Yes. Yeah, Peter did. I thought that Star Lord's best part was his singing role in the Marvel Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's funny too to me that like <laughs> what did you guys think of like him shooting Gamora? I thought that was a cool moment, but at the same time, what did you guys think of it? I loved it because it it was like poetic, of course. Right. It was like a sappy moment of like, okay, like he knows he has to do it. And then of course reality wasn't real, so it meant nothing. Right. It was a cool it was a cool turnaround, but at the same time, like 
what like I was amazed that they went there with Guardians specifically. Yeah. That was yeah. that was fucking. I guess like Guardians have killed off like his father figure before. Guardians have gone there personally, but like this felt like holy fuck. It, you know, it was like, like personal. I, that was the first moment in the theater where I was like holy fuck. <laughs> like holy they're doing fuck. this, and it wasn't the last holy fuck I did in that movie. But like it was like <laughs> the first one where I was like I was like oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Where are we going with this? Is he going to drop her off a cliff? Holy fuck. Holy fuck. <laughs> Is the Red Skull just going to chill out in the background? Holy fuck. Oh, I- <laughs> did anyone All right, did anyone else catch the Red Skull Lady Death reference? No. Red Skull Lady Death? Well, so my thing is that Red Skull was dressed up like Lady Death. Like, right, no, like yeah. The original Thanos thing is that Thanos is killing off half, which is also the, I really, uh, first off, I want to say that, like, Than- this this interpretation of Thanos is the best interpretation of Thanos, period. Yeah, yeah um, I'm glad to hear because that. Because the comics very, version. I'm curious to hear that because I know they changed the original and I really like the change from. Oh, it's But dumb. I haven't read the comics. I don't know how it works, but, like, compared with what no, I know dumb. about the. It's dumb. <laughs> the, the, well, you can explain better what Thanos is motivation is in the right do you you mind if i do it for two seconds like i don't mean to do like a wall of text yeah so thanos in the comics is trying to impress a girl who does not like him who is the representation in the marvel universe of the personification of death and so he wants to kill a lot of people to impress a girl and uh which is weird (laughs) just like like thanos thanos is just like bizarre and it's it's also played i will say in the comics it's played a little bit like sandman like death itself shows up and he has like this weird sexual relationship with death um which is in my mind has been played out to the fullest because deadpool it was later came into that and deadpool's power currently is because death actually loves deadpool deadpool and thanos cursed the reason Deadpool can't die right now in the comics is because Thanos cursed Deadpool to live forever, so he couldn't steal his grill, if you know what I mean. Ah. Uh, which is, that's that's literally why Deadpool won't die right now. And there's really good uh, death-making, she said what, jokes. Uh, which is, I, I guess my point is, like, it's it, it's played for laughs in the comics. Like, the comics at this point, like, know how ridiculous the original reasoning behind Thanos was. And even they're playing it for laughs. Um, so it's really good to see a reinterpretation of him. As much as I like how fucking zany Thanos is. And I like how zany it is. It's really fucking zany. It's like yeah. maximum 90s. I, I, like he's like I do wish he had the, uh, the Thanos copter. But uh, <laughs> just my favorite image <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and it's, it is, it, I, I appreciate I think- that like, you know, playing people that zany and like i love it's it definitely thanos weirdly fits into the rest of the guardians galaxy which they've taken all the zany shit in the marvel comics and that's why the guardians lends it so so itself so well to that zany bullshit is because you know it was zany it was the 90s people were doing weird shit out in the universe and thanos is tied in with that inherently but they just took him and they remade him into something that isn't zany for the rest of the infinity war which i think is appropriate go ahead jenna uh, what I also like is that by kind of reworking that idea that it's not for a girl, it's not for love, is I think it, it turns the like the very stereotypical superhero thing on its head, which I really enjoy. Um, like I'm, it's exactly what you said. It, it's it's played out. Like I'm tired of I'm gonna save the world because I love, or I want whoever. I want more power. Um, instead, it's like 
Yeah, instead it's like this philosophical right. thing of like little kids are starving to death. So my solution to that is we kill half the world population so everyone's full and right. happy right. and not. And it's, it's not a competition for resources. Yeah, and it's something we can relate to in our world. Like our world is is, right. is starting to have resource crises, you know, and you're like – and it's something that you can relate to and be like – uh, right. He had a great, you know, he's this great little bit where he talks about Gamora's planet in Gamora. He adopted her when he killed half of her planet and it's presumably her parents as well. Um, and he's like, I've been back to that planet. No, it's well, hold, great. Hold, hold, hold on. Not he didn't adopt her planet, her parents. He killed her parents. No. Yeah. I said he adopted her after he killed her. Oh, parents. sorry. Sorry. Yeah, um, but uh, but he he says like I've been back to your planet and it's great now. People are so happy and like there's so much more food and no one goes hungry. And so you're I I appreciate that. I appreciate a villain who has something where I can't personally agree with, but I can see a twisted version of logic to it. You know that there there is some element there, and that he is truly tortured by it. He is like that's the that's the greatest thing about Brolin's performance that I really appreciate. He doesn't really right. love doing this. It's just a means to an end. And he just wants to be on his little floating space rock and look at the sun after he murdered half the universe and just be like, well, oh, it's, I'm it's done. All- I don't have to stop killing people. I can just stop and just be free. <laughs> it's like that's such an interesting right. uh, choice. Like literally after the snap, he goes and he's like, I'm going to just go be a farmer. I'm yeah, like, exactly. Hey, yeah. like that's, he doesn't want to rule. And that's exactly what happened in the comics. He doesn't want to, yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to rule. He doesn't want to, uh, you know... Uh, uh, the takeover, what's left? He's just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm good. It's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's one of my favorite lines from the movie Serenity, where he's like, you know, Malcolm is like, do you think you're gonna they let you live in that perfect world? He's like, I'm a monster, Mal. I'm not gonna live there. But you need like someone like me to create that perfect world, and which I think is very interesting. He's willing to be that person because he saw it happen to his, his own people. And he's like, yeah. ah, damn it, you made Thanos interesting. How? <laughs> Didn't expect it. Oh shit! It is, it is amazing to me that they managed it. Is is what I think too? Because like I have to admit, even at the midpoint when he's like in the ship, like talking about like resources, I was like, oh, don't do this. Like I was in the theater and I was, I was like audibly, I was like oh don't don't go here don't do overpopulation and then by the end of it i was like okay yeah cool i get it fine fuck you you made that <laughs> fuck you assholes <laughs> yeah all right uh we're gonna take a pause real quick and you're gonna hear a word from our sponsors this week i think it's vinyl me please take it away trevor hello gang Trevor here to tell you about our partners in podcasting, monthly record club Vinyl Me Please. Each month, Vinyl Me Please sends you exclusive colorful pressings of the best music of the year and the occasional classic. Each record comes with an album-inspired square foot art print, a cocktail recipe, and other exclusives like arty liner notes or musician-signed memorabilia. You can also swap the record for any other exclusive pressing in the club's library or limited store titles. There's no extra fee for swapping or any other bullshit, and you'd be helping us here at Tuscan's Shed. To find out more, go to www.joinvmp.com Tuscan. Again, that's www.joinvmp.com Tuscan. Ah, uh, thank you so much for that, Trevor. I really appreciate you reading ads for the Tuscan Shed Media Network. And now that I've called attention to our weird ad break, let's get back to the action. Um, yeah, so <laughs> let's talk about a couple of the other things. We talk a lot about Thanos, and he's obviously the core of the movie, but there's still inherent growth that's happening with a lot of the other characters, and it's kind of describing the universe because we've they've split up into the primary Avengers and the secret Avengers. 
Uh, what did you guys think of kind of Tony Stark's arc in this and kind of his sacrifice arc and also beginning the movie by talking about kids? Also, did you guys catch the Morgan reference where he was talking about his calling his son Morgan since it's like that's weird because it's like his like brother in the comics. It's just Morgan Stark is a person who's like his brother that like tries to kill him and take over his company a bunch of times. Mm. Let's not talk about it. It's a weird. It's a weird reference. It's a weird reference. A, a lot yeah, of this reference work, especially normal. like Red Skull, was great, and I thought that the Morgan Stark reference was really weird to me. But go ahead and let's. What do you think about talking Tony Stark's about kids, talking about the next generation? Is this a death flag? Because it felt like a death flag to me. Oh, it's totally a death flag. Even if it's, yeah, and and and, and even if it's not a death flag, it's it is. At the very least, a I am oh I am done with this kind of speech because because like after after Avengers four and after Avengers four the like the like the question is where are they gonna go from here and like and I, and I I remember reading I remember reading some kind of reading an interview with Kevin Feige Feige to this day I still have no idea how to pronounce his name um, Feige thank you Kevin Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige um, I, I think I think I remember reading him reading him him say, him saying that with Spy, with with them now having Spider Man as part as part of the, as part of the MCU, Spider Spider Man was going he Peter Parker was going to be kind of like was kind of like ushering in who what whoever whoever the next generation of heroes were. So we so we could, so we could be having like a like a young Avengers type deal. You know, we 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 could we could have we could have America we could have America Ferrera come in. We could have we could have um <laughs> possibly a young. I, I want to say if I've learned I'll anything from Animania, if you don't know how to say a so, name, just say it with confidence and then block the angry tweets. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how we roll at Animania. They just everyone just assumes wow. Jack can't pronounce Japanese Smart, words. It's good, it's good advice. Perfect. Um. Yeah. You, <laughs> I swear I've taken one Japanese course for that show. I I promise I've had, but it's still just I can't make my mouth do things. All right. Uh, the one thing I'll say is I I, I said to Peter the one darker thing I wished is uh I wish Nebula wasn't there either on the planet. I kind of wanted Tony to just be by himself on Titan, like, and we have to do space castaway, and he has to get home. Uh, I assume uh, they have Nebula there, so he can, so he can like navigate his way out of there. And, and when and when he and when he and when he said have to like a Nebula, yeah. And when and when he's and when he said that and when he said that, I was I was I I made I made the reference. I was I was like oh I was like oh well then ha- in Avengers four we can ha- we can have we can we can have an Iron Man one sequence and where he has to figure like out to how, figure how the fuck to get home that, like, by this himself. Is, it's a classic Nebula thing that she like turns into a corpse and then he she gets the gauntlet away from him for a moment and does some fucked up shit. So her existing, I'm pretty sure they have her there for a plot point in the next movie mm-hmm. more than anything. Probably. Um, which is why you should know that, like, you know, everyone else on that planet faded oh, away. Totally. Like, you know, statistically, all the Guardians of the Galaxy wouldn't go at once. <laughs> like, they did it, you know, it's it's Stark and Nebula for a reason, and clearly they got some plot point in mind from Nebula, which is shitty that I recognize that, but that's really just because I know from the comics, and it's really a good point. And honestly, like, Nebula's relationship with Thanos and how much like he's just like the sh- she's just like the shitty daughter. Yeah, it's just really the, funny that like the daughter couldn't live up to Gamora. It's like yeah, exactly, exactly. They, th- they have a they have a total throwaway line 
Yeah, they have a total throwaway line just to every just time to, I to, lost to, to like drive home that relationship. Robotic. He's like, "I'll tear you apart because I don't care about you." Like this, like, I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, this is gonna matter." Bad, that's prediction wise. It's just like done just for the purposes of setting up something else that's gonna happen. I hope it's as good as this, and they set up Nebula to like have a meaning that is gonna really drive home. I do think that like it's dark and shitty their relationship so i feel like you could do something cool with that and i hope it follows through but at the same time you know yeah uh i i liked the other side what did you guys think of the relationship between vision and scarlet witch i mean that's a good example to me of like on the one hand like the, in, in like a core like like compliment slash complaint about the movie which is like on the one hand i was not ex- I was not expecting this movie to have any character like development or plot at all. Like I was expected to be plot only. It was going to be plot and action because there's no time. <laughs> there's no time. Too many people. Not enough time. And so I appreciated that they did try, but it's rushed as hell. You know, it's because it has to be. So it's like yeah. this case of like they're in a thing and they quickly, you know, key to the whole Vision comics right now, which are great, which they'll never do because they're insane. They would never do Vision in the suburbs as much as they want to. Um, and uh, but they, you know, they include the whole like he can look human and like pass off as human now thing, but then looks like Vision the rest of the movie. And I appreciated it because it is a part of that thing, which is like the the whole core idea right. that we don't trade a life for a life, you know, um, which is something Thanos does, and it's uh, something they that that ends the movie where it's no other choice but to to murder. Uh, um, Vision, which is great that that Thanos has her still remember murdering Vision, but it didn't matter at all. So that's good for her mental health. Yeah, <laughs> I I have a sneaking suspicion. I don't want to go to predictions right now, but like at the same time, I have a sneaking suspicion that the, they needed Thanos to have the 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 uh, Mind Stone for some reason. I'm not sure why, but it seems to me that like Doctor Oh yeah, that's uh, like that yeah. Doctor Strange gave him the time stone so he could acquire the secondary stone. No, for sure. No, no, no yeah, like I, 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 my 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 prediction is is that is that out of the like 14 plus million 14 million plus like future like future options that he saw the one the one where the one where he saw them in any way succeeding was him actually giving the time stone right, like right. which 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 is why is it to why is it to start before you fight it before you faded away this was the only way it could happen. It's like, nope. I'm sorry. It's like, you need it I'm to. I'm sorry, Peter. I, I know I'm, I'm already skipping ahead to predictions. That's, that's, that's my bad. <laughs> that is my bad. Let's talk about some sorry. more sacrifices. Namely, uh, you got some sacrifices in there in terms of, it, it does seem to, like we have multiple love triangles, multiple things. What did you guys think in terms of like, uh, of the, the, like the order this time or Thanos's henchmen? Like, cause I thought they were pretty underdeveloped, bad threats. Yes. And they, they were kind of the sad thing. I, Ma was cool. I thought that, that, uh, Obsidian Ma was like the best sort of hype man if there ever was one like like where he's like let him have his fun and it was cool where he gets to beat the shit oh, yeah, the, the Hulk whisk, in like five man. yeah yeah he's fun yeah. um yeah right yeah it, I would yeah you know they're not they're not great and it's frustrating they're because like one is played by Carrie Coon is one of my favorite actresses so it's like 
Why right, get right, Kim right. I wanted to not make say like two lines of dialogues and get killed immediately. Like it was very odd. Though I did enjoy. Right. And also, yeah. why is Proxima Midnight so fucking animated? Is the other thing too that was threw me off. Like they're very they're, right. they're very physical combatants. Why do they need to be so over animated? That was the thing that they they those fight scenes really bothered me and, and specifically because that's like a perfect like Russo brothers Captain America shield throwing moment. Why don't you just fucking have the combat? Well, they did do Sorry. one thing, which was which I thought was clever and a good little moment, which is they they sort of quietly have a little moment where it's just four women fighting each other, which was very clever, which I thought was very well done. If you want to talk about that, Jenna, and I think it, yeah, of course, because that was my moment of like, thank you. <laughs> um, it, well, it was also a little corny because of the whole, like, she's not alone, which I, like, a little bit gagged about with that line, I but did. I got over myself. <laughs> I, d- I don't want to say I gagged at the moment. I, 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 you, you said quiet. I feel like they're, like, they kind of, like, signposted. The female fight a little bit was bothered well, me a little bit. The thing is, is, like, I think after Wonder Woman's success, I think we're going to see more female superheroes actually have their day in the sun. Um, but at the same time, Fucking it was just Carol a little Danvers, contrived. baby. Uh, I think it'll be the next, whatever, not Infinity War Part 2 that we'll see a lot more. Yeah. I, I I'm not super hyped about. Well, Mar- Mar- Miss Marvel is going to be pretty, Captain no, Marvel is going to be pretty Marvel. Cool. Sorry, I apologize. Captain I called Marvel. her Miss Marvel. Come on. That's my bad. Though, we're, in fairness, we're not living in, in the fairness, 90s, Jack. No, Come on. No, no. In fairness, she was originally Miss Marvel because originally there was Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel was originally her wife, Captain Marvel's wife, and then he died, passed the powers on. I'm not wrong on the basis of comic book history, but I agree with you. You're not wrong on the basis of comic book history, but she is now Captain Marvel, so we're we're getting rid of the dumbass miss. (laughs) I'm not, I'm sorry. Get her rank right. Everyone has to be lesser, right? Miss. Yeah. Now it's Captain Marvel, I but it is Miss Marvel comic. But it is Marvelous so Mrs. Maisel, so right? So we got Captain Marvel <laughs> and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Oh my god. Proxima Midnight. <laughs> I don't remember anyone. How come no one Okay, we have to like time out I'll get I'm I'm done with my little like four women no, fighting no, no, scene. How come both Peter and Ben, you let me down? No one else noticed that Jack was about to strip for us on freaking <laughs> the video. What? What? So I'm literally here making it rain, and neither of you are watching the screen, so I'm just amusing myself. <laughs> oh, that's what this was. That's okay, what I feel so disappointed in myself now. Yeah, I was yeah. making it rain because he's literally like, I don't know what was happening, but <laughs> I'm anyway, sorry. that was my yeah. time back in. So yeah. I'll come. I'll come once I get married. I'll come strip for you, Jenna. It's cool. I just need to be attached first. I, I that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, she's Katie gets worried sometimes. You know, like she's like, I don't know where you are at night i'm just podcasting <laughs> i'm just podcasting like i'm in here <laughs> i'm pretty i'm pretty safe darling i'm upstairs in my soundproof room doing nothing <laughs> literally you can hear me every night of the week <laughs> everyone you can you always know where i am every monday or sunday night of my life <laughs> she hears voices at 3 a.m and bursts the door open and you're just doing an anime podcast like well somebody thinks i was like i'm sorry <laughs> you're just you're just editing <laughs> we, were, we were watching fucking uh, high school D- uh, n- I, neither Sarah or Trevor will do high school DXD with me which is very upsetting but like <laughs> moving on um, that means nothing to anyone okay moving on <laughs> not yet 
Um, what did you guys think of the inclusion of Wakanda? I thought it was an interesting beat, but at the same time, very underused. Same thing. But uh, again, I don't think more underused than any other character. I, I heard a good. This uh, really is Thanos' movie. I heard a good joke that they probably like after Black Panther, you know, passed 500 million, they went to like the editing bay and like every Wakanda footage, find all of it, whatever we didn't put in it, please. Because <laughs> I was really surprised we didn't see which, um, which, like, which people from Wakanda were disappeared. They focused on really yeah, yeah. What, yeah the, uh, what was that? Yeah, they killed Black Panther. No, yeah, the, so well, yeah, yeah, the Black, no yeah, Black Panther he faced out, but, but 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 after uh, but uh, they, yeah, they I agree showed, with that. Um, after, after that, after that, we don't. We don't. We don't know. Like we know. We know Okoye is still there, but we don't know if Nakia. We don't know where Nakia is. We don't know where Shuri is. I don't think we got a shot of him. We of did M'Baku. get a shot of him. Um, he was looking around at his people disappearing. Okay. Okay. So never mind. I'll take that. Okay. I'll, I'll take that away. And Baku is still with us. Um, God. Uh, what's 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 his, what's his name? Kaluya. Kaluya. I think from from Get Out. His character. We don't know where he yeah, is. He, uh, he 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 no he he was he wasn't he wasn't even well, in see, Infinity I War think, and and and, and neither was neither was Lupita Nyong'o was killed at the end of Black Panther. Get out made a bunch of money. They rewrote his scenes so that way he's still in Black Panther. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I agree with that. But because they already uh, no, shot, I, Avengers, actually no, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. They, they couldn't just I, put him in there. You know what I mean? What, wasn't no, yeah, that you're all right. But you're right. They did do that. Like I thought that was like a fact that was just known uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed or not I just know it's been a theory at the very least I, n- not, not that like I, I agree with that I mean obviously I 1000% agree with that theory because Kalu- the timing of that those films coming out is like perfect because they sh- like it wrapped on filming and then get out was like oh by the way <laughs> this guy that's in the middle of your cast that's like you know got a kind of a semi important role yeah, he's kind of super important. Yeah, I mean, also I, I, I feel like they had a scene initially where Okoye killed him. Yeah, and they weren't wrong I, to I think that like a do. four million dollar horror movie is going to become the it movie of the 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 yeah no, spring, no. you know yeah of the year. Where the fuck did that come from? Is where they're going. No offense. No, but it's true. like no one expected. Yeah, it came that, out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Even even if it is a very very good movie, no one expected a horror movie to have that kind of legs. Um, oh. But anyways, uh, yeah, okay. Moving on to anything. Uh, other sacrifices in the main cast. Uh, Thor. What did you guys think of uh, Nedavalier? And in this particular case, Tyrion Lannister uh, showing up as a giant. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love he is either going to be his normal height or really big. I, yeah. I, I think you have a tough. I I don't know if this is why they did it, but I think you have to have a tough thing of like to to cast Peter Dinklage as a character with the word like the dwarf in his character name. So they picked the best route, right. which is he's big. He's a big guy. <laughs> he's called a dwarf, but he's real big. And I enjoyed that. Right, I was right. not ready for giant Dinklage, and it made me laugh when I saw him. He was just he was just very yeah. enjoyable. Right. <laughs> I didn't yeah, like the sequence I, yeah. overall because I mean it was cool though because it was again everything in this movie is secretly a reference because it's a reference to fear itself where Stark goes to the space dwarves and makes weapons for the Avengers to you know fight fucking other people but at the same time it was weird to me that they are making Stormbreaker and Stormbreaker's Beta which, Ray which Bill's hammer belongs to Beta yeah Beta, Beta Ray, Bill. Ray Bill was referenced in Thor Ragnarok in Thor Ragnarok one of the previous champions before Hulk. So you, I, saw, I you, saw his, you saw his face. You saw his face on, on on the tower, and it's just like, where is he? Well, it's one. Beta Ray Bill is one of those things that they're playing fast and loose with because they're never going to have a horse-headed Thor because that's just too weird for the current. Like, I know. I know. 
What about what about Frog did you Thor? did you look at what Beta Ray Bill was? <laughs> no, I've seen Beta Ray Bill before. I've been reading about that whole run because it's very cosmic yeah. and weird. I've heard. Yeah. Uh, I need to read. Yeah, one he's of the, weird. The, the super weird uh, <laughs> runs, like the '80s runs of Thor. Yeah, heard they're pretty. Which is cool now too, because also Thor has teleporting powers, and also the use of Groot for that. Um, was that was cool. nice. Though it is the, funny that as soon as he cool. lands. It's, an electric axe just flings and hits everybody, and I'm like, he just made Kratos' axe because I've been playing God of War, and that's a move in God of War is throwing an electric right. axe that hits everybody. Right. And I was like, oh, you just made Kratos' axe. It's, and then it comes right back to Is it also him, weird that I don't? I, I I actually here's a fun thing. I actually am afraid for the future of Thor in this universe because. I don't imagine that they're going to kill off Thor and then let the Stormbreaker be Thor's hammer. I would more be ready to accept that Thor's going to die. I feel like we might end up with the main, the original three gone to build a new Avengers. You know what I mean? Of a I would Thor, agree with that entirely. Thor, Captain America, and RDJ are all gone. Uh, and then it's the new Avengers with Black Panther and Spider-Man and Captain Marvel and the, the new crop of people. Well, right. I guess, and maybe maybe you're right, but like my thing is that they're gonna replace the original, find new replacements for the original three, and they're gonna continue to exist. Or, or obviously- yeah, or that like they somehow find a way to rebuild Asgard, and then Thor's like, I'm gonna actually be God and do that. I'm not gonna go on adventures anymore. And then maybe he'll show up in like five years, and it'll be really cool when he shows up. Well, no, but but no, I mean more like because you have the female Thor currently, who like Thor loses his hammer on Earth. Because he's not worthy anymore, and then Jane Foster comes along, picks up the hammer, and is you know the female Thor. And it's also they have the whole cool cancer story where like the hammer cures chemotherapy, but it doesn't cure cancer because cancer is a part of you, and chemotherapy is a poison. Interesting. So every time she wields the hammer, it's closer to killing her. That's a great Thor, female Thor. I I like actually really. It's actually a really good story about like somebody dealing with cancer and also being infinitely powerful. Nice. Um, But at this. At the same time, like, I want them to kind of do that. At the same time, I can't imagine them doing with it Stormbreaker versus Mjolnir because she wields Mjolnir and then Stormbreaker is another thing that happens. And then you have, like, Rogue Thor who's unworthy. Like, unworthy Thor is a new character that, you know, it's the old existing Thor who's just unworthy and runs around with axes beating shit up in the greater Marvel universe. I refuse to allow uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid naming. No Venom Thor, no Solid Thor, <laughs> no Liquid Thor. Okay, cool. No, thank you. I was, it's fair. Thor. It's fair. No, no, no. But like, but like Thor, Odin's son, unworthy is like a thing. So yeah, yeah, like, it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like an actual. It's like an actual. No. It's like an actual. It's like an but actual no comic Thor, right not, now. The no. unworthy. Yeah. The unworthy Thor. Because no, but Thor, Odin's son, is the actual son of Odin versus the current Thor, who's a female, who's just Jane Foster, who wields the hammer because she's worthy. Got it. Yeah, and though though I though I do think though I do think her her run as as like Lady Thor either just ended or is about to just. I, I'm end. not like, up to the current Thor comic. I know that something did happen. The on, the only reason I do know is thanks to my Marvel Unlimited subscription, right. and I love it. Okay, I can you wait to I'm, to shill this till we have somebody that's like supporting us? Like I want. <laughs> I'm just saying. Want, you can shill it. I will. I will f- just tell me what you want to shill, and I will find somebody to fucking support us. We'll through, find a way. Okay? <laughs> God damn it. We'll man. find a way. Well, now I will shill all day. <laughs> what you do is you say bad Open things. Open the shilling. You say bad things about Marvel Unlimited, and then they'll come and pay you to stop saying bad things. Like, and then. 
then you'll have free Marvel <laughs> that's, Unlimited. That's so sexy. That's oh just God. how we should do affiliate marketing for now. And you pay me to shut up about you because we, right. we can be bought. <laughs> yeah, Nike. <laughs> idiots. Send it, Venmo at Newman Visuals. <laughs> just send me money. I promise we will shut these fuckers blackmail. up. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag we have a price. <laughs> oh yes, perfect. <laughs> that price is three fifty a month. Keep it coming. <laughs> it's basically uh, a protection racket for <laughs> advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Your brand's really nice. All It'd right. be a shame if something uh, happened to it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good brand. Yo, oh, shit, you did the same joke. God damn it. Okay, uh, anyways, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. Any last words about this before we move on to predictions and then final words? I guess last words before final words. Last words. I think let's get to final yeah. words. Okay, cool. Too many words. Uh, pr- let's open the eye of Agamotto and look into the future. <laughs> what do you guys prefer for the next Affinity Wars? What do you think the series of events going to happen? Let's make some predictions here now, which I will own you own up to when we come around because i'll literally re-listen to this episode before we uh yes i would like do that. the next infinity word and please comment again about the and just say that phrase again let's open the eye of agamotto, agamotto. that was a uh, glorious because <laughs> that's 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 thor that's uh doctor fuck Strange. fuck me fuck <laughs> sorry that's oh, dr strange's uh pen uh like his uh his thing that he keeps the time stone in it's the eye of agamotto <laughs> yes because everything um, in Doctor Strange universe has a cool name, referencing something that we don't know him. that we can't pronounce, mm, like the bands of Sidorak. Sidorak. Ne- can't say Ca- it. Dark, Doctor Doctor Strange is like the anime character of Marvel. Right, right. Everything it's exactly he does what it is. has it's a just name like to some it. bullshit. <laughs> the Cauldron of Cosmos, which is also a cool reference, actually. Um, but that's cool. the Cauldron of Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the coolest item in his collection because you can see any place in history and time. So you Damn. can just like look. Back. Sorry, okay, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, what do you? All right, let's start with let's start with you, Peter. What do you think is going to happen in Avengers: Infinity War Part Two? Whatever the fuck it's going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, the post credit scene with Nick Fury and, and Nick, Nick, Fury, Nick Fury pulling out the pager and calling Captain Marvel is going to come into play because she's probably off somewhere in space patrolling shit as far as what as far as what that could mean um maybe just maybe we will we, we will get a celestial or two involved i mean i mean we i mean we do have the head of a dead celestial in nowhere maybe we'll actually get one to show up maybe we'll actually get some cosmic shit to happen i don't fucking know i'm going bigger going home on this on this prediction here yeah Kirby yeah. it up, yeah. Get 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 some, get some new gods and old, get some new gods and old gods and inv- right. old gods invo- oh, involved to help. I have shit. an amazing reference here. So you know that Thanos is just generally a ripoff of like Dark Side from the Kirby like Dark Side, gods. yeah. Um, but there's actually yeah. it's, it actually comes full like there's actually a lot of history here with his rep him being a reference to Dark Side. One of the things that's kind of cool is because like like uh, they were like a, supposedly they were ripping off Dark Side, but he was trying to rip off more Metron than dark side but his editor came mm. in and said at least fucking use the like the good new god and so they ended up making <laughs> thanos more buff like dark side even though they were trying to do kind of more of like the metron style search for knowledge thing than anything else oh that's so, funny and it's also fu- funny because it comes full circle because dc eventually ripped off thanos to make mongol because mongol looks almost exactly like thanos even if he's a little bit more despotic uh, yeah. 
So it all right. comes full circle. Right. I love I love that Thanos has like almost like a, a the good, the bad, and the weird history of like back and forth between uh, DC and Marvel in terms of East and West. But it's 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 one of those things where it's like everyone was stealing from everyone else, yeah. <laughs> and he's that's how you get end up with a villain that that's zany, and then he's just like the big bad out in space for like forty years of Marvel, and that's how you get like fucking a weird death girlfriend and shit. <laughs> Because Sandman was cool at the time, so we did it. <laughs> That's true. Sandman was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sandman was cool. And then, but there's also like cool references because like Darkseid and the JLA crossover gets the Infinity Gauntlet, and he's like, I can sense how powerful this gauntlet is, and he's like, it doesn't work in this reality, and he's like, well, then it's useless, and he just throws it away. Um, fun <laughs> reference. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I swear. Um, but uh, other uh, before before we go, uh, Jenna, what do you think is going to happen in the next uh, Infinity War? Before you make fun of me. Oh no, I'm saving. I have something to make fun of you for, but I can't tell you. Yet. <laughs> oh I, great, I that's, that's, that's the best. That's the track. best scenario for me. I just know it's going to burn <laughs> extra I'm, hard. I'm really I'm back, Jack. I, I am know immediately it. intrigued. Um, I guess my rash. predictions. I, 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 I actually, what, (laughs) I actually really, um, I want the next one just to be so focused on the female superheroes, so I'm here for it. Uh, Captain Marvel was an awesome surprise twist, and, um, I, honestly, I don't think all of them will be dead. I mean, I know that's, like, the lamest prediction ever, but to say that all of these characters who disappeared, they disappeared is a pretty far stretch. So I, I actually honestly wish that they would stay disappeared. Cause I think that would be a lot more shocking, but I think I'm wrong. May, may I add to that? Like, can, can I kind of piggyback off that, 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 that last comment? So, so I, so I, I do, I do think, I do think that, the, that, the, that there may be some who don't come back because, because I, because I think it would be interesting, like interesting to have, to have someone who like reverses shit but like, doesn't fully do it because 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 maybe their thought process is wrong or something, or the universe is just like you know, yeah, everything's back to normal, but not really. So I so I that 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 would that would actually, that would actually be cool if, if they were like two or three characters who two or three characters beyond 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 the four who were like killed before the big snap who just stayed gone to to serve as like a huge reminder to the characters of this shit happened. I like it. That's good. Okay. I feel like Jack is uh, typing these up so you can look back on them. Uh, what's your What's your prediction? All right. So I have a prediction for Ant Man and the Wasp and Avengers: Infinity War. So is that all right if I do? Go to town. Both? Let's Let's start with Ant Man and the Wasp. What you got? So the big thing is like, why is Ant Man and the Wasp in between these movies? Captain Marvel makes sense because they paged her, and it's a prequel. Actually, it takes place in the '90s, so we're probably gonna establish Captain Marvel, have all that time to establish her, and then you know she probably gets the page at the end of the movie, and then aha, you have to save the day. Um. So that makes sense. But like why I'm in the Wasp, it seems in kind of in the concurrent timeline, but they're not all that concerned in the trailer with the whole half the universe dying. So my prediction is it happens before all that. And there's also sort of a, a theory that they're going to explore the quantum universe, which is something that Ant-Man can shrink so far down. He can go to sort of the quantum field, which is a whole different area, which I think will give Ant-Man some kind of new kind of powers. Uh, and I think there they're going to find... Uh, the Wasp's mom, who went subatomic, remember, uh, in the first movie? They're going to find her there. Agreed. And she's going to come out, and they're all going to be happy, mm. and they're going to be saved, and then the mom's going to turn to ash at the end of the movie. 
And that's how they're going to tie it into it. Holy fuck. That would be so hardcore. <laughs> like they're going to be like, we, <laughs> right. we saved hardcore. the day. And then the mom disappears and he's like, what the fuck? And then that's the end of the movie. Um, to keep with the Or dark, conversely, the dark Hank Pym disappears. Or Hank Pym. Yeah. Someone, someone close to him. Like he's going to come out and be saved the day. Right. And, right. And then either like the wasp or Hank Pym or someone's going to disappear. And he's like, oh my God. All right. And then my prediction for. <laughs> My dumb prediction for Infinity War is that it's going to be Back to the Future Part 2. Uh, we're going to go back to all the old movies and kind of recreate scenes. We're going to time travel. We're going to try to, like, get all the Avengers together earlier than normal and, like, create kind of a new timeline. We're going to jump around all these old movies and then, like, uh, I don't know how we're going to jump around, but we're going to we're gonna use probably get the time zone back somehow and jump around and, and try to, like, get ready for Thanos earlier. And that's how all the Avengers are going to be together by the end. Because they're going to kind of reset everything and have them all be ready for him in the, the final, final battle. And it'll be like 80 people all on one guy. <laughs> it'll be a lot. So that's my prediction is we're going to kind of just jump around in time a lot. We're going to do a time travel shenanigans movie. So that's that's my prediction. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, I got a couple of things first. First off, Hawkeye's family is going to die. And then we're going to get the yep. bereaved version of Hawkeye, which is... Which, if you guys know, Hawkeye after his family dies is the insane version of Hawkeye, where he just kills everybody and it's great. Like there's this great moment in the full comics where he like tears off, yeah, where he tears off his fingernails and kills people with his fingernails by throwing them at people. Jesus Christ! Um, it's just yeah. like it's great. That's ultimate. Don't think that's what's going to happen. That's in ul- well, no, a it's very like, sick it's and demented version of Bullseye. Like Black Widow kills Hawkeye's family and Jesus then he Christ. like murders her. And like he like literally like shoots arrows and pins her arms to the wall and then shoots her in the eye with an arrow. It's it's the ultimate is so dark. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's a great yeah. it's a great comic. But it's moment, also cool guys. because like it's one of those things where like Hawkeye is almost like you know why does somebody die in like Ultimate? It's because Hawkeye was there. And I really want like the Jeremy Renner like version of that where it's like Hawkeye comes and he's just like you know it's like out in space and shit and he's just like I killed him with a bow. I don't care. Fuck my family's dead. And that's. And that's that's kind of the cool version of that. And like with that, I feel like like maybe one of his children dies and he just comes back and he's like, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I, I predict that'll be happening at some point or some reference to that. I don't know on what scale they'll do it. They're obviously not going to go full ultimate him killing people with fingernails. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I can dream. <laughs> it's cool. We can dream. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like at the same time, then you're also going to get a Nebula. Like there's going to be some plot point with Nebula where she steals the gauntlet and they're going to mirror what happens in the thing where he kind of does the thing where it's like, I love you. And then he stabs her in the back and it's going to be, he gets the gauntlet back and she'll do some fucked up shit with a gauntlet, something along those lines. Uh, I predict the main three will die. Also possibly widow and Hulk. I think, uh, Mm. I think all of the main possible ones, Widow and Hulk at this point are that. Uh, I think we're begging for a Jason Cho version of Hulk and maybe a reboot of the Hulk movies, and that's too easy to do, so I bet they might try to do it. At the same time, you have Widow, who's never going to get her own movie. She's not really a valuable property, but she's interesting. But I think tied into that, we'll see some form. By interesting, you just mean sexy. I don't think she's interesting. <laughs> I disagree. I think she's. I think she's interesting. I think she's I interesting. I did like that. I'm one of the few people who likes her plot in Avengers Ultron. I was kind of bummed that they just kind of ignored that. 
in uh, in this movie. Uh, there, there's definitely references to it being in deleted scenes no, uh, because sense. it happens in the trailer where you have shots where him and her like deal with it and talk, where he's like setting up the other armor I that just that. wasn't in the movies. Uh, I know it's yeah, too long. I, yeah, I need that I shot too. Need that I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's a huge I, problem. Like I, 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 I need, I need, I need that Blu-ray. Right. And at the very <laughs> least, they have to fucking deal with it in the next movie because they're going to be obviously working close together. Hulk's going to come back out. And do something along those lines. And so they have to deal with it at that point. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they'll die. Maybe they'll not. But I feel like I feel like maybe Widow and Hulk won't die because they didn't deal with it enough in this movie. Except in deleted scenes, which sort of sucks. So I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I'm positive, though, we will get some form of passing of the shield, the armor, and the hammer. In some form yeah, or fashion. To, and and yeah. That's the other prediction I'll have is and this is my very bold prediction, just because I think they were surprised how much people like them. I feel like Shuri is gonna become some maybe not Iron Man in particular, but have some sort of mantle as Iron Man. You know what I mean? Some sort of Well, like, they would do Iron Heart, no, no. but I would I would be surprised. That'd be a twist from because the other That'd thing be too a really is because weird twist. Uh, War Machine exists in this universe and his daughter is Ironheart, so like, the only thing is, yeah, the only thing is War Machine has never been a huge, ever since they replaced it with Cheadle, he's never been a big part of the movies as much. And yeah, I thought they would I, eventually I like that. replace him with RDJ, but he's kind of, Cheadle kind of looked old in this movie, actually. I feel like his age is starting to show a little more than than, than before. Don so. Cheadle? Yeah, I thought he looked a little little skinny. Uh, well, I thought he looked supposed to be looked haggard, too, because he's supposed to have like gone through all this shit. Which is funny, because he says, like, you guys look like shit, and Chris Evans has his beautiful beard and, like, perfect yeah, hair. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I Don Cheadle, like, you look like shit. Fuck off, Don Cheadle. Everyone here looks gorgeous. Yeah, and, like, and, and... He was talking to everyone. He was talking to everyone. You're right, and ScarJo <laughs> has this beautiful, like, pixie haircut and this, like, you know, silver hair. I'm just like, are you kidding me? These are like two of the most gorgeous people and they look amazing right now. Like, I, like, love, what are you talking I love how about? like their incognito is like gorgeous. Like if everyone <laughs> else is like, oh yeah, like, 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 like everyone, like no one's not going to start <laughs> no, looking at the, the fucking like, your grouping of people. Sexy LA hip hipster people I see all the time. I'm just like, how, how much work do you do? You're gorgeous, but Jesus, like that's your whole life is looking yeah. like that. <laughs> right uh, I, I agree with you the problem for me is that I, I understand I can see the passing of the hammer I can see the passing of the shield I don't understand what they'll do with uh, the Iron Man armor that one's a little bit confusing to me and I don't know where they're going to go with that but I think Downey's hanging up the towel here at the end of this next one oh, for I sure. can't imagine yeah. he's going to come on for another 10 years of this shit so well, I don't think I they mean, want to be for ten more years. I think the studio the studio needs to make a clean break with those three with the core actors that have been the major Avengers at this point. I feel like they they need to make that break. Honestly, totally, totally. Um, I think so as for well. just like just like money purposes. Like Jesus, like bring on actors that you can pay less. Cut <laughs> for fuck's sake. Seriously. <laughs> um. Yeah. But anyways, it also the 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 snap is going to get reversed in some form or fashion. Uh, it has to at this point but uh, we'll probably still see the, they'll have to die someone is going to have to die to make it happen 
Uh, I also agree with Ben. I think we're going to be messing with timeline and history and doing some retcons here is the other thing that's in play. Uh, I think that also mm-hmm. well, some of the famous things that you'll do is like, you know, Thanos will use the stones to fuck with the Avengers. They'll do some reality things where they're going into their souls and they'll, we'll get like a cutaway of like, you know, Thor's soul, Captain America's soul, and it'll be cool references to the beginning of their movie timelines and universes. Uh, that's all going to be great. That's the cool thing about the Pyre Gauntlet, about the Infinity Gauntlet is you can do a lot of cool, weird, out there shit um, about them finding their cool things. And you could literally have a moment where they like are in their own reality where they're like finding them their own souls you'll also have a moment where they ate where thanos ages everybody he's gonna age them up and they're all gonna be dying and then thoros be like those guardians only get stronger as they age and then he has to unage everyone because <laughs> thor will rock his shit so that's uh you know they'll probably do something along those lines uh yeah that's all kind of predicted and i bet they're gonna retcon something at some point and i don't know what uh but it's just too honestly the if they don't retcon anything while they have the infinity gauntlet um i think it's them just doing a like a like a breaststroke or like a like a like a victory lap saying hey our (laughs) extended marvel movie universe we didn't have to retcon anything because we're that fucking good (laughs) like that's that's the only that's the only reason that they don't retcon something is to say that they didn't need to retcon something at this point (laughs) like that's 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 the only reason they wouldn't retcon something while they had the infinity gauntlet in play um, which obviously they're going to retcon DC with uh, Flashpoint, so I feel like they might do it. Just might not do it just to fuck with people. Ugh. DC man, oh man. Can we mention right. that that this right. movie made more than uh, Justice League in its opening weekend? Yeah, <laughs> <That's> yeah. <fucking laughs> like a total Justice League. Yeah, it made an entire Justice League in one weekend. Good lord, <laughs> so depressing. That's just that's got to be like that's just such a like a like a. Like, you know, everyone over in, like, DC is, like, trying to be important. Like, we're also here. And they're like, you're cute. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we need to get on to scores and final words. Uh, but, uh, uh, all right. So we're just going to go around. Uh, let's start with uh, you, Peter. A strong nine. Any final words about Avengers Infinity War? Actually, 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 actually scratch that. 9.5. 9.5. Nice. I mean, I'm a nerd. Apple, final words. This is... Wow, I went almost into like a southern accent. I it was amazing. It. I loved it. I loved it, son. Like the point five. It was se- great. The, the point, it was great, point son. Five seconds, you heard it? Yeah, I heard it. Uh, I heard it, y'all. <laughs> anyway, um... This has been like, th- and this this much like Black Panther is like totally emotion nerd fueled. This is a movie I've been waiting for for ten years. It's crazy that Marvel Studios has actually been able to pull this shit off, and and my 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 level of enjoyment, I, I my level of enjoyment, I, I think a big testament to how much I enjoyed this movie was was how was how for like was how like. For like two hours or so of like two hours or so of texting with with a, with a friend with a friend of mine who lives in LA who has not been actually and an, another 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 friend of mine who lives in LA we we like we were just texting back and forth like two and a half hours like just picking through this movie and just and like trying trying to figure out what could happen next like just the fact that it engaged me that much just as like 
a Marvel lover, an MCU, an MCU lover, like just a nerd, I am most definitely going to go see this movie again. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I like, the, ooh, like this movie has been everything for me. Sound off real quick. How many times did you guys see this movie before we did this? Only once so far. Jenna. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but I will be seeing it a second time later this week. Cool. You've already seen it three times, haven't I you? I have seen it three times. Oh my god! Oh, it's a lot. My it's like god. seven and a half hours. I, I saw it. I saw it today. Just to, I saw it when Thursday opening night. Uh, I went with different friends Friday night, and then I just went again today just to make sure that I like wasn't just by yourself. I wasn't like just totally mesmerized by it, <laughs> which I I do think first blush I was very mesmerized by it I was very afraid oh, of for being sure. like overly enthusiastic about this movie so uh Jenna you're up no, next. No, I'm right I'm right oh, no no, no let's go with Ben let's go with Ben let's you know so this is I've seen a lot of other critics have this problem too which is how do you rate or review this movie because it's such an odd thing uh like I said the closest it can come to is Harry Potter part two of the last one but uh but it's it's just such a weird thing and so I guess I could say I, my rating is avid as a movie, but I guess I need to just preface this by saying as a project, as a completion of a 10-year incredible project, it is a 11 out of 10. It is, like, beyond incredible, though what they have been able to achieve of, like, having 19 movies, not have it feel played out, uh, have it actually culminate in something interesting, have a film that actually functions and is engaging, is exciting for two and a half hours, that actually leads in an interesting place that actually uh, is a two-parter doesn't feel like has no plot, which a lot of these two-parters do, um, that it actually culminated and created something really impressive. And to see so many films uh, since Marvel started 10 years ago, so many franchises try and fail miserably, uh, it's pretty impressive and shows that it's not just something to easily replicate. So like as a project, as something that has been created, as something that is like, uh, I'm very happy that it's so good and fans are going to be so happy with it, uh, it is very impressive. As a film, though, um, it's a mess, but it's a very enjoyable mess, and I think it's like the best mess it could ever be. My criticisms would be a different movie. That's the problem I come to, which is like, this is the best version of having a movie with... 50 main characters and it like you can only do so much so i appreciate that so so when i say 7.5 i do mean it with, with an impressiveness of like i do think it is an impressive film but it is a mess and it is rushed and it is have problems and i think because certain things are set up in movies uh, i think some stuff doesn't really play as well as it does i don't think the gamora stuff quite works as well as it does i don't think the gamora peter quill stuff works as well as it should i think uh I think there's a lot of uh, people done dirty in this movie just because there's just no time. Um, but I still would recommend it, and I'd still say it's a it's a very impressive uh, a feat that they've created. Uh, and I hope Avengers 4 ends it in a way that's satisfying. That said, uh, I don't know how it's ever going to come back to this point, you know? And uh, maybe I'm ready for more. I don't know, more Black Panthers, I guess, more smaller-ish stories. I mean, that's about the fate of a nation, but still, smaller than the fate of the entire universe, so smaller-ish. I know Marvel will never have a interior 12 Angry Men chamber drama, but um, uh, the the Thanos trials. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's do the Nuremberg trials with Thanos. That'd be great. Um and uh, oh there's, there's um, that happened in, in that essentially happened at one point in the comics. <laughs> that's I'm great. Just saying. That sounds great. Uh, I would love that. Um, so, uh, 
but 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 it, it is an interesting denouement. But just because it is the seven point five is like the ultimate it could ever be, kind of. Even though it's a ten out of ten, but it's also seven point five, so that's what I'm ending on. Hope I explained it all right. All right. Next up is Jenna. I'd give it an eight. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna like leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, um, yeah, so I, I'm 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 torn here. I think the best thing that brought me down a little bit is my recognition that I still think uh, Captain America: Civil War is a better movie than this. I guess I'll say it for a couple of reasons. Say that uh, just for real, one quick thing for me, just real quick. I would say the Avengers is still my peak Marvel. Like in terms of like right. having enough room for everyone to have an arc and a character and tell an interesting story and do the whole experience of it it, that's avengers to me is still the best marvel movies that's kind of where i'm at so i'll end there thank you sorry about that so here here's here's i agree with you there's a huge divide here in between like marvel mainstream events which is what these are becoming and like a lot of people don't want to give it breath to like give marvel their mainstream like fun events but at the same time, like, I don't think you can count this experience so much in the movie as a grand sense, but it is kind of like a cultural happening, uh, especially for, like, people like me and Peter. Like, we're f- comic book fans. There's a whole other universe out there that we're engrossed in that comes into play here and, and engrosses our experience. So, for me, I, like, really think that there's, like, as, like, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is unto itself its own thing. And that's one of the things. I agree with Ben. I think Avengers is a better movie than Captain America Civil War. But I think Captain America Civil War is the best telling of this new version of, like, Marvel Cinematic Event, which is about, you know, comic book heroes beating the shit out of each other and having a cool thing because it has the best version of, like, that and that's so cool, and I and I think it's still going to be my favorite version of this. This is amazing. I cannot believe the depths to which they go. I think it's going to be better than the next version of this because I think the next one is going to be straightforward. Even though it's gonna, the next one is going to make me squee even harder. That's cool. But at the same time, uh, overarchingly, I'd give this one an eight point five. Uh, I think it's very, very, very good at doing this thing. And that, the thing is pure enjoyment and uh i agree with ben like it's not at this point because there's nothing like this yeah there's nothing like this where you walk in and there's like five movies of this other character where iron man was iron man on screen and he like you have all of that characterization built up to a point like even even with wolverine like wolverine there's so much canon issues that you don't know fucking what wolverine you are dealing with Mm. when hugh jackman shows up on screen Mm -hmm. versus here you like this is iron man and we've seen him in like 10 fucking movies robert downey jr has grown as iron man and into the role and it's just like they're so inseparable and freakishly inseparable at this point that it's like you know, maybe this movie doesn't have to fucking do the lift of who Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man are. Mm-hmm. And at what point, what point is this a movie that it doesn't have to do that shit? And that's weird. And that's why I agree with you that, like, I agree with Ben. He's he's right. Avengers is the better movie in terms of defining this existing universe. But as we've moved away and down the timeline, I'm very happy that these movies are becoming something else. And uh, I agree. I think we have to figure out... Uh, where it fits in movie lore and history, uh, 
I, I see a lot of people want to call it the the you know foreshadowing of the end times in terms of movies. Uh, <laughs> I'm more positive about it. <laughs> I like this because I'm also a comic book fan, and I think it's a fun event. And I think there's always more space in the movie industry. I'm sorry, I think there's more space for big fucking blockbusters. I think there's more space for like mid tier blockbusters. I think the only thing that's really gone away is mid tier movies, which. I don't think are as big a loss. I know that everyone's going to disagree with me and hate me yeah. for saying that, but like I enjoyed this. I thought I had a good time with it. And I think that it has a place in terms of being itself. This is what star Wars should have been and was not able to do for me. And I'm kind of excited that, uh, I got that kick here. And even after all of this, like I really wanted to be like objective about Avengers and even though, like, I know that I can't at the end be objective about it, I I still think that it this is a really good series of movies. So, and I think that there's uh, at the end of the day, you know, until we get the next version of this, you know, we're never gonna know what it was or what it is to that extent. We're like until DC figures its shit out and retcons everything and gets a movie series going, I don't think we have anything to compare Mar- Marvel Inven- like a uh, Marvel's uh Avengers Infinity War to. So uh for right now, the Movie Gang podcast gives Marvel's Marvel's Avengers Infinity War part 1ish an 8.375, which we're going to run up to an 8.5 out of 10. All right. For the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Jenna Daggett, back after a two-month hiatus. Thank you for coming, Jenna. Yeah, good night, guys. Uh, Peter Dancy. I'm really excited for Captain Marvel. I am, too. It's going to be fucking amazing. Uh also, the introduction of the scroll into this universe is going to be really cool. Yep. Yep. More mm-hmm. Kree, too. More Kree shit. I didn't like the yep. Kree on... Uh, on uh, Agents of Shoe. Yeah, I didn't love that. That was... I, I like them more in the Ronan the Accuser method, but let's, we'll talk about it later. Uh, yeah. Ben Howarth. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I've understood, like, 50% of the words Jack said this week, but it's been fun. It's doing chips. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> And I've been your host, Jack Newman. From everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast, thank you for listening. Tune in next week as we go watch something less exciting and, like, come down from our coffee high or yes. whatever. <laughs> Jesus. Watch, like, one of the- I need to go watch a different movie. Yeah, we need to watch, like, one of those two movies about horses or something. We need to watch something like a... Oh, yeah. It's like something really scale. simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably, uh, we should go watch, like, some sort of indie thing so I can, like, come back to, like... Good filmmaking. I feel bad about that. <laughs> like something really Indian, like just like, oh, <laughs> you watched the Marvel movie, did you? I don't well, know. If you want to really stuck up at it, you want me and uh, Sarah to have a good rant. We can talk about disobedience. Because I felt like that was not. Oh, I can't handle anything else. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>